Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your Raw Review. This is your Raw Review for May 9th, 2022. Fresh off of WrestleMania Backlash. Heading straight towards Hell in a Cell. Which is going to be on June 5th. And Raw? Raw is not bad time. Not bad at all. We kick things off right off the bat with a Raw Tag Team Championship match. RK Bro taking on and defeating the Street Profits. Very good match to kick off the show. There was a moment where I thought RK Bro might drop these titles. A little miscommunication between Riddle and Randy, and uh, Riddle actually taking Randy out on the outside. But Street Profits not able to take advantage of the miscue. Uh, and Montez went for his second frog splash of the night, and Riddle caught him with one hell of an RKO to get the win and retain the titles. So RK Bro still going strong. And they said that they will appear on SmackDown this Friday to see what's going on with the Usos because RK Bro now wants those tag titles to be unified as well. After that, we had a little throwback to an old WWF interview style series where uh, they interviewed Theory kind of like that little corner piece. And um, it was nice. Uh, I wish they, they continue this trend. I keep doing more interviews. Um, they were just talking to Theory about his match tonight with Cody Rhodes, where Theory will be defending his United States title. And, of course, Theory being Theory, overly confident, saying that there's not going to be any problem with it whatsoever and that he will just continue to reign as the United States championship. After that, we had Judgment Day come down to the ring, Edge just laying into the crowd in Hartford, Connecticut, like he does, basically just calling everybody ugly, which, I mean, it is Hartford, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but we heard from both Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley um, Rhea talking about how she's tired of being used in, by tag team partners, by people who she would, you know, sign autographs for. She was just sick of it. She was done. And she said that joining Judgment Day was the easiest thing that she could have done. So here we go. Of course, Rhea also then starts talking about Liv Morgan. And naturally, Liv's not going to sit well with this. As Liv comes out, for her scheduled match with Rhea. But before that happened, it was a very interesting statement that Edge had made, stating that Judgment Day is not done yet. They're looking for more people. So naturally, my brain started going, all right, this is the invitation for Champa, and Lord knows who else. So we'll see how far this, this group or this movement goes. Well, the match between Rhea and Liv a little bit of a short match. Um, Rhea just dominating, unfortunately, for Liv and gets the submission victory and then attacks her after the match, which then allows both Finn, Balor, and AJ Styles to make their way out. They don't move it 
super fast speeds. So poor Liv just continues to get the snot kicked out of her by Rhea. But it then moves into a, a match right after that as Finn takes on Damian Priest yet again. Uh, but this match was quickly ended with a disqualification. The Edge got in the ring, speared Finn Balor. They started jumping Finn. AJ gets in the ring to, to help out his friend. AJ then gets attacked. Judgment Day standing strong. Rhea even got herself involved, which made me go, all right, this is the perfect time for Liv to come back out, but she doesn't. So not really sure what's going on with Liv. If Liv's just going to get flushed and off she goes, but we'll see what happens. After that, we had a very funny and entertaining segment in the back uh, with Kevin Owens and the Alpha Academy. Kevin stating that his older brother has made his way from Nova Scotia and he was invited by WWE tonight to have a match with Ezekiel before next week, when on next week's Raw, apparently Chad Gable was able to take uh, a cup from (laughs) Ezekiel and sent it in for DNA, so that way, one way or the other, we can finally determine if we have Ezekiel or if we have Elias. So we'll see. (laughs) But before that, we had ourselves another edition of the VIP Lounge with MVP and Omas, basically just talking about their victory over Bobby Lashley during WrestleMania Backlash. This then caused Cedric to come back out, stating how he's all excited because they got the job done. He's like, even though you know you did the heavy lifting, I helped out too. And MVP's like, there's no we. Stop it. <laughs> But of course, the the um, interruptions don't stop as Bobby Lashley then makes his way out to the ring, destroys the security, tries to attack Omas. Cedric gets involved again. Bobby's had enough. We find out later in the night that we will be having yet another match between Omas and Bobby Lashley. This will be next week, and it will be in a steel cage match. So that's going to be very interesting to see what happens with that. After that, it was Sonya Deville taking on a mystery opponent. But before she had gone out to the ring, Adam Pierce had tried to stop her to say, like, we've, we've, you know, the upper management has gone through and they've made the decision on what's going on with, you know, your potential problems with her abusing her power, but Sonya didn't want to hear it, so Sonya went off to the ring. But once she got in the ring, Adam Pierce came out anyways and said, listen, upper management has made their decision. They said that you've constantly abused your power, so your contract as the WWE official is now hereby terminated, and now you are just a WWE superstar. So obviously Sonya is completely distraught because her power has been ripped away and adam pierce is like oh yeah by the way (laughs) here's your mystery opponent and the announcer goes well your opponent is miss bliss that's right lex bliss is back and she comes back with her old theme song kind of a mix between her old and new theme song lily's still with her as well but Sonia clearly not in the mood here. 
easily gets squashed by Miss Bliss. And she is back. And it's nice to see the crowd blew up for her. They're very excited to see her back. So we'll see what happens going forward with Miss Bliss. And obviously with Sonia, who knows? It's going to be very interesting. Up next, we had the match between uh, Ezekiel and KO's older brother, Ken Owens. (laughs) But the match never actually gets started as... KO reveals himself to be Ken, which was completely obvious. It was just hilarious. He's like, I wasn't out here to have a fight. I was out here to make a point that how stupid this whole thing is and how you're a liar and you're a liar. I hate liars. And it was it was rather comical. Um, Alpha Academy hits the ring then and starts helping KO as they all attack Ezekiel. KO lays him out with a stunner. And we move on to next week's. Um, DNA testing so we'll see after that it was time to fear Veer once again as Veer took on another opponent kind of a bootleg Wardlow (laughs) and put him out of his misery real quick Uh, after that it was time for the US title match Cody Rhodes challenging Theory for the gold this was a great match but of course to the surprise of nobody Seth Rollins gets involved causes disqualification, and lays out Cody, uh, especially with a stomp to the commentary table. So uh, this is clearly not over. I'm pretty sure we're going to head to a Hell in a Cell match, and I'm going to be all completely okay with that. So we'll see where this goes going forward. <laughs> After that, women's tag action, and Sasha Banks and Naomi took on Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. Uh, as you will remember from last week, Nikki ASH and Dewdrop newly formed team. As Dewdrop is saying that Nikki uh, needs to be, you know, more taking things more seriously and n- stop playing this whole superhero gimmick. So Nikki getting a little too big for her britches in this match. Thinks that she has the upper hand on Sasha Banks, which unfortunately does not come to pass. Um, uh, Naomi and Sasha hit their their finisher runs due, and they get the victory with a dewdrop telling Nikki after the match, You should have tagged me in. When are you gonna take this seriously? You're an adult dressing up as a superhero, stop it. So, we'll see. After that, we had ourselves a match between Ali and Champa, with of course the Miz being the special guest referee. And as you can probably guess. Every time Mustafa Ali did something great, went for a pin, Miz would have to check every angle, make sure the shoulders are down, and count very, very slowly. But, of course, the moment Champa goes for a pin, it's a super speedway, one, two, three. Champa gets the victory. Miz screwing over Mustafa Ali yet again. Then they had another 24-7 championship segment where uh, our truth is with both Dana and Tamina, who are about to serve Reggie and Tozawa with divorce papers. Um, Reggie get hit, gets his. Tozawa runs away before he can get his. Um, Tamina then starts yelling at Truth to go after him because it's not official until he has the papers. And it's just, this whole thing is just, yeah, it is, <laughs> it is what it is. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, and then after that, Big time Bex, Becky Lynch, 
comes out to the ring for the main event, which was a championship contenders match. Oscar took on Bianca Belair. The ladies had less than five minutes to have this match. And I was like, this is not going to end well. And sure enough, it didn't. Becky gets involved maybe three minutes in. Tax Bianca at first goes in and attacks Asuka. So clearly it looks like we're going to have ourselves probably a triple threat match at Hell in a Cell. Maybe in Hell in a Cell. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Three ladies, but you never know. We'll see what happens. But that's it. That's Raw. In a nutshell. Like I said, it wasn't a terrible show. It wasn't all. It was, it was good. I'll give it a good rating. But that's it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we truly appreciate it. If you don't already, please make sure you follow us on Twitter as well as the ring. You can find us on Facebook at ship it above, ship it above the ring. Sorry. <laughs> you can find us on uh, Instagram as underscore above the ring and on YouTube as above the ring. Find myself pretty much everywhere as Cardi J stream. You can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If you're listening to one that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. The way you can do all your one-stop shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. Guys, once again, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you tomorrow for NXT 2.0 and that NXT narrative can continue to change. And then we head towards SmackDown after that. Guys, thank you. Most importantly, though, do not forget to ship it and join the bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.